What's up, guys? We got Joey Chestnut. We've got overweight cats and possibly overweight Joey Chestnut. I mean, the man did literally eat an obnoxious amount of hot dogs, and we'll discuss that in this episode. So welcome to the pod. Episode 5 of the Wombo Combo Podcast. I'm your co-host, Franklin, and with me is... Nathan, Big Floppa Dog. <laughs> and we have a, a very unique, unique uh, podcast for you. You know, mm-hmm. it's really one of a kind. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you see us, you know, on Trending, on Spotify, next to Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. it'll make sense yeah. if you just listen up. Um, so, you know, I've been thinking a lot about the letter S lately mm-hmm. and you know snakes slithering side pockets submechanophobia. um do you know what that is i do not sub can you guess can you break it down sub, it's, it's guessable submechanophobia. well phobia fear of something correct um sub i believe is under i'm not sure if it's latin or greek but i know it does mean or often means under um, McKenna, maybe something to do with cars. You're afraid of being under a car. That's pretty close. That's pretty, pretty close? close. Okay. It is the f- fear of man-made objects underwater. Fear of man-made objects underwater. For example, scuba diving in the Bahamas, see a crashed airplane, you're scared. Uh, okay. But I get it. They're a little eerie to look at, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh. Did you know they have a submechanophobia video game? I did not know that. Yeah, I watched a guy play it mm-hmm. who has submechanophobia. Is it very like triggering? For yeah, him? it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. he didn't make through. Mm. Make Level through one game. was too much. No, but I, I, I definitely understand that because you see something underwater and you expect that to be, you know, either above water or just not in the water at all. Yeah. So seeing that, whatever, plane, maybe even a ship in, underwater, I guess you could kind of, you know, have your mind wander to like an extreme. So I could, uh, see, I could see how that's like a legitimate thing to be scared of. Would you feel the same way about a shark on land? Mm. I don't think I would be afraid of a shark on land. Okay. Because they're pretty slow on land. Yeah. Well, you know, you got the phrase fish out of water. Oh. Is that what they do? They don't like being out of water? I think they kind of just flail around. Oh. In my mind, when I picture a fish out of water, it's doing a lot, but not going anywhere. Here's the thing. Water is a liquid. So is air, Mm -hmm. right? Why can't they just swim in air? Exactly. I think... Evolution hasn't gotten to that point yet. Mm, so got to keep up. Mm-hmm. See, we're like above evolution. Yeah, we're just, wait, we're just waiting for Mother Nature to come. Yeah, yeah. we're pretty quick mm-hmm. on the whole takeoff. You know, just like Tesla. All of a sudden, boom, doesn't matter. Guess what? We're on the top now. Mm-hmm. When is Tesla going to start making boats, though? 
That's what I want to know. Um, when you can derive power from water, which you can actually, so mm-hmm. I don't know why they're not. When electricity and water go together, that's mm. when that's when you can have a Tesla. Boat. That might that might be a while. I'm not. Yeah, finished. that's a it's the whole like laws of physics <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. Um, you know, evolution might not change that one, but you know, evolution may change the fact that we once had tails, or think we once had tails. Mm. I think we've talked about this before, having tails. Yes, we've discussed the idea of bringing back the tail yeah um which i think you were pro tail i'm pro tail yeah yeah yeah. looking back on it now i'm comfortable the way i am right now okay that's fine all i I would say is it'd be a little inconvenient buying pants Mm -hmm. you probably have to cut a hole in the back maybe yes possibly well the issue (laughs) with the tail you know if you have a hole where your tail's gonna go, right? So you're not gonna just have it in your pants, right? Like yeah. A little crowded. I think you're just, you know, opening up your clothing in some kind of compromising ways. That's you know? true. You don't want to be cutting holes in your pants, especially you know above the knee. I think things are getting a little dicey. Yeah. In this situation. A little risky. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I was thinking about, you know, submechanophobia. Mm-hmm. Singing about you know other phobias, other triggers. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your what are your pet peeves? Pet peeves, you know, and mm. if if not pets, like, you know, animals that you've killed. <laughs> Just general animals that I dislike. Um, yeah. Now pet peeves. I think I don't know if this counts as a pet peeve, but when people are, like, kind of disrespectful to like a waiting staff, like at a uh, restaurant. Yeah. Like, I just don't get that. Like, in the food industry, I feel like has such a stigma around it for being, like, you know, very difficult because you have to deal with difficult people. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if I'm at, you know, or throwback to restaurants, am I right? But if there was someone, like, you know, not saying please or things like that, I don't know. For me, it just, like, doesn't sit right. That yeah. just might be me kind of being overly polite. Well, I mean, I think it depends on the context. But I do know... A lot about peeves and pets mm-hmm. and if you both if you feed them both they do get bigger yes yeah mm-hmm. so you kind of gotta you know lean actually my cat was getting overweight for a while because mm-hmm. my dad kept feeding him bacon kind of kind of kind of little this little that because i wasn't getting bacon but my cat was mm. he was like in the kitchen i was like dad what are you making he's like bacon i'm like oh cool can i have some nope <laughs> it's for the cat it's for the cat yeah, you know, that, that's all right. That's all right. You know, you get bumped occasionally. Um, and he does indeed have a place at our dinner table. He does sit up every time mm. on the chair. Welcome him in. When I was younger, my family had cats. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, kind of hefty, especially the, the male cat, um, you know, gained some pounds. But I don't think they ever ate human food. Oh, uh, you know, air quotes around that, but they would just had like the dry uh, bits. And looking back on now, I feel like that was kind of me, because <laughs> that food is nasty. You just imagine, open the bag and smell it, and it's just <laughs> imagine like being a, a human being. Imagine being a human being for a mm-hmm. moment, and you go to the cafeteria, say in school, you're like, "What's it gonna be today?" Boom. <laughs> 
that. And 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 you're like, this is so hype. And yo, then, <laughs> yo. And then you go, and you, and you go again the second day, and you're like, oh, what's it gonna be? And you, yo, every single day, every single time, every single time. Um, and eventually cats they get tired of it. Yeah. Um, but have you noticed dogs? They don't. Dogs always <laughs> they love are, it. They're so hyped. <laughs> I saw this meme that was like Joe Rogan like freaking out. And it was like my dog having the same meal for like the 400th time. <laughs> I don't know. It's just something about that dog food. Yeah, it's something, it. something about it. It really gets them going. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, why don't they just put catnip in cat food? They, they would like it, right? Or unless, I guess, it's, mm-hmm. is it addictive to cats? I don't know. I never really got catnip. I kind of think it's all a hoax. You think it's a hoax? I'm yeah. not convinced that catnip actually has any effect on cats. I don't know if it's the cats playing us or we're playing the cats. But I'm, I'm not buying it. I'm, whatever someone's trying to sell me, I'm not buying it. It's you know what else is a hoax? The fact that why do we have eight buns but 12 hot dogs exactly. that you got? That's a hoax. That's, That's such... Come on now. Yo. I'm going to have to buy five to make 40. Wait, mm-hmm. that didn't even come out even. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> How many do you have to... Wait, how many do you have to buy? If you have eight, how, when is it... Yeah. Wait, no. No, 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 no. You'd have to, <laughs> have to get 72? You'd have to get, I think... No. I'm, wow. I'm, I kind of feel bad. I haven't taken math in a while. 72 would work. 72 would work? Eventually, because uh, 8 times 12? Yes. 72? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, so you'd have to buy 72 hot dogs... In order to break even, that's pretty difficult. And that's a lot of hot dogs. And that's more than 10 hot dogs. Yeah. The world record for eating hot dogs, I know it's very high. I can't put an exact number on it, but I don't know if it was like 72. It could have been, but... Let's check out my boy Joey Chestnut. Something about those videos of those people eating hot dogs, that's... It's not a pet peeve, but it might be a phobia of mine. Oh, are you just like straight up afraid? It is scary what people do to those hot dogs yeah they're they're not people they're just machines Mm -hmm. they're hot dog gobblers yeah they just like input hot dogs output hot dogs Mm -hmm. i mean i don't think anything changes in the in between no (laughs) their stomach receives a full hot dog yeah oh my goodness it's actually more wait no way yes no it's less my bad i forgot i thought do we say 72 yes oh so it's more yeah, it's 73. Se- no way. Yes, it's real. The reigning champ, Joey the Man Machine Chestnut. I just said Joey Chestnut, but, you know, he's a machine. Holds the world record for the most hot dogs eaten at 73. That's Jeez. equivalent to 16 pounds. Is that on a timed, like, uh... In less than 10 minutes. Yeah, I think it is on time. Wow. It's not, like, as much as you can eat. It's, All like, right. I think it's... Dang. We're thinking hot dog and bun, or just, uh... Just the dog. Oh no, it's hot dog and bun. Dang. So when he goes out to buy hot dogs, right? Yeah. You know, I'm sure he's training, right? He not only does he have to buy seventy two, you know, he has to buy like he has to do all the math in the store, gets out his calculator. Yeah. He's like, Okay, this is how many buns I have to get, this is how many hot dogs I gotta get. But he eats more than seventy two. So he has to get an additional, <laughs> you know, pack of hot dogs and pack of buns. Oh wait. It doesn't. It's oh wait! Not even. Oh wait! <laughs> now you have to, to buy 144. To get 144 hot dogs and buns. Oh yeah! I mean, I guess that'd be the downside of uh, you are the champ, but 
but you know he got a train. Someone's gonna take your take your title, even though I believe the next person was like thirty six. I mean, that's so <laughs> much. But like he's twice as he's more than twice as good as the next person. Yeah, so he's he's pretty cracked, and so is his digestive system. Oh yeah, like literally cracked. The digestive system after consuming one hot dog for me, it's like game over. Shut down. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever like have your phone on one percent and it starts to stutter? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's what happens to me after like one hot dog. After one ballpark prank, that's just yeah, yeah. yeah I think this guy likes hot dogs though, or he just does it for the grind. You know what? I think it's the same question you would ask if you asked a runner, "Do you like running?" Mm. I think the answer is no, but I do it because I like the satisfaction. Yeah, like they begin, they're like, "Yeah, running's cool." You know, hot dogs are cool. Oh wait, now I have to do it seventy-two times. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather not. Speaking of which, I saw someone running in the gym. I know, weird. Um, and they uh, were wearing like two ankle braces. Okay. Right. Yeah. And I at first was like, you know, that's tough. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, I did that. It was it was a humbling moment because I was like, you know, like I, you know, I'm glad I'm not that guy. You've been in that. Yeah. Situation. And then I was like, wait, no, I've literally been that person. So that was a little tough. And it, I guess it's always tough when, like, you are always bigger than someone, right? And, and maybe as a guy, I don't, I don't understand, you know, the, the girls, it's totally different. But maybe you're, you're bigger than someone, and they're younger than you. And then you, like, come back later, and they're bigger than you are. Mm. It's, it's, it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I've been on the uh, receiving end of that. Because in middle school, I was, I guess, just average height. Yeah. I don't, can't give you an exact height, but... Now I'm, you know, above six foot and a lot of people are still hanging around that five zone. So it's mm. kind of like, now I'm looking down on the people. <laughs> it's like they're sitting at the children's table. <laughs> yep. I'm with the adults. I'm with the, how about you go sit in your plastic park bench mm-hmm. over there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one yeah. that is connected. Yeah. That one. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I go, you know, put a napkin over my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just you go, you know, with the cousins, the nieces, the nephews, right? That's right. I'll be over here with my boy, what was his name? Joey Chestnut. <laughs> eating 73 hot dogs. He's an adult. <laughs> yeah, that's the adult's table. <laughs> that's the adult's table. You put it down just like that. I mean, I never minded the kid's table, but the one thing I found out about the kid's table very quickly is that it kind of has a, a waft. Like mm. something doesn't smell right at the kid's table. Yeah, the kid's table... It's like the same food or very similar food, right? You know, mm-hmm. maybe the beverages are a little different. You got the sparkling apple cider, right, instead of the wine. But yeah, yeah there's something about the kids' table that's just, it's the kids' table for a reason. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's definitely a funk. I think that's the word I would use. Like you go over there and you're like, mm-hmm. can't pin it down. It's like someone took, you know, went into uh, a middle school and just started taking you know, do you remember, I don't know, we talked about Harry Potter earlier, but like Dumbledore has like the thing that like takes the light away. Mm-hmm. Imagine someone did that just with smells. <laughs> and so you're just like, boom, girl's bathroom, boom, guy's bathroom, boom, locker. <laughs> and and then you're like gym class and you just put that at the titch table. Yeah. He releases it all in one big ball and that's what you got. Yeah. Yeah. When you put multiple or even just two, I'm going to say children either two years older or two years younger than eight years old yeah. together it's like a chemical reaction where things just don't go well yeah things shift gases are made gases combustion happens <laughs> um 
yeah. bad situation. There's a reason NASA doesn't put kids into space. Oh, yeah. That's why. And it's just because the spacesuits, you know, they can, you know, seal in oxygen. They can, you know, resist against the compression of the vacuum of space. But once that kid's tank gets in. That stuff will penetrate any filter. Mm-hmm. Any seal. Any yeah, nose airtight, yeah, yeah, yeah airtight. Yeah, have you ever walked into a, a yeah a middle school boys basketball game? That ain't airtight. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That'll penetrate you to the very core. Yeah, that smell goes into your being. It yeah. affects your soul. Yeah, you literally have to repent afterwards. Yeah, after that, you know, get on your knees. You start praying because. Yeah. <laughs> You did something wrong. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, no amount of holy water is ever mm-hmm. going to change that. That is a Febreze action only. Speaking of Febreze, I was um, once in a, uh, a car with my friend. I think we had just done some like musical-related... I'm going to call it a like, gig, right? You know, <laughs> okay. When we were younger, just like, you know, playing some instruments at some like shop in town and i think we stopped at a store this was like many years ago i was probably like 10 okay and so i'm in the back of a truck i think and i put my foot down right and i just hear this small hissing noise i lift my foot up it stops turns out it was some aerosol fragrance that i had been releasing at a spread of like 800 psi for a solid (laughs) 10 it wasn't even that long i'm not gonna be like my foot was on it for three minutes it was maybe only like 10 seconds yeah but that car smelled pungent afterwards but it was kind of good though it wasn't like locker room it was just like overly clean overly clean like Mm -hmm. someone just stuck your head in a dryer yeah and made you keep it there Mm -hmm. so it's like uncomfortable but you're like kind of enjoying it at the same time yeah it was like this is nice, but it's a little bit too much of a good thing. Yeah. I saw some uh, story on Instagram a while ago. This was like when COVID was starting to... I think it, it had hit its stride, and it was... Well, I don't, I'm not going to give credit to COVID. It was doing its job. It was doing its, paying its dues. Yeah. Yeah. And someone was defending the CDC and just saying, like, professionals say probably professionals say we don't know and i looked at that and i was like you know i had to take a double take because i was a little bit sketched out by you know the cdc they're like the um guardian angel right Uh for for us in these you know covid times covid season right and yet they're saying probably like come on (laughs) like imagine you know you've got a guardian angel and they're like you know you that probably will happen, but I'm not entirely yeah. sure. Well, what's today? Today is Thursday. Mm-hmm. So Saturday evening, right? We're not going to get too um, religious, right? First night of Passover. Oh, first that, evening. Yeah, that's evening right. That's, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, you know, God's speaking to, you know, the Israelites or maybe they were called the Hebrews back then. Hebrews, yes. Yeah, Hebrews, yeah. Well, you're both right. Both right. Soon to be... Well, maybe yeah. not soon. You know, 40 years, 40 nights. Your definition of soon can't watch a three-minute-long minute video and he calls 40 years soon. That's all right. That's like that's like when uh, your teacher is like, when, when will this be over? And you're like, this slideshow, and you're like, 
Soon. Soon. <laughs> 16 slides, that's a good. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's just like, you know, you just hear, you know, from this spiritual protector, right? Yeah. The Hebrews, angel of death uh, probably might visit <laughs> you. Probably. I think the lamb's blood will work. Yeah, it but mu- I mean, it might. kind of. Only one way to find out. <laughs> Better be safe than so. I mean, it could be locusts. Who <laughs> Yeah, I did hear some frogs. Are like... <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it is tough because it's like, who do you rely on? And now I think the CDC, because their problem was not education. You know, you can study coronaviruses, right? Because they're a group of viruses, just mm-hmm. like the flu, which is their shape, um, forever. But if you get a new one, there's no way to know for sure. So they weren't lacking information. They weren't lacking, like, knowledge. They were lacking data, which I guess there's a little bit of difference. They like the data yeah. will mm-hmm. tell you. I guess they were lacking knowledge because they lacked data. So sorry, because they didn't have data, they didn't have knowledge. Like there's no way to know. That's just how mm-hmm. science works. They yeah, worth off yeah. statistics. Mm-hmm. It's not like people aren't smart enough to know what's going. It's yeah, just like the things that they want to answer just haven't you know been brought up yet. Yeah, you literally. Well, I mean, I took statistics, and it's like you literally cannot call something conclusive until you get a number like there is a definitive mm-hmm. amount that you need yeah. before it's like i can give you a definitive yeah. answer well, like when people are deciding what i guess not deciding what they're going to call it but when you know between covid covid19 coronavirus mm-hmm. you know all those different things that people are saying which all essentially synonymous um you know novel coronavirus like that's what i saw it called so novel mm. new you know so i don't blame cdc or any of these medical professionals right for like not knowing what's going on because exactly it's novel it's new although now it's like year old well i guess covid19 yeah Close Which, to the... what, well that i was confused yeah okay let's back that up they were like <laughs> did someone count wrong or does someone someone not using grammarly premium is <laughs> that's what's happening <laughs> Shoot, it was 19, wasn't 19. it? Uh, I already posted it. Uh, the CDC is like, can we take it back? Nope. It's, uh, it was called, they said it was called COVID-19 um, because it was discovered in 2019. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like late 20, it wasn't like February 20. No, it was no, like, no. I think of November. I late, say. late 2019. Okay. Yeah, we'll just say, yeah. Here's my problem with that. How come you didn't tell anyone? <laughs> if you knew about it that long and you discovered it and it was definitively new, how come it, it took so long, like, where you're just like, it'll be fine? I mean, I do understand that new viruses do just appear, like, and they mm-hmm. just disappear. It's pretty rare for them to go, like, pandemic is almost impossible. Mm-hmm. In fact, I was reading, like, well, reading. I don't really read. I was watching a video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, I wasn't reading. <laughs> um, I was watching a video on, like, how lucky it was, really, mm. that it became, like, it very easily could have not been and even an epidemic at all. Like it had mm-hmm. to hit like a few key points mm-hmm. and it had to hit them like very well. Mm-hmm. And it just, you know, just kind of happened to whatever you want to say about that. But so there you go. Yeah. It's, I think it was under the radar just because when it originated in Wuhan, mm-hmm. I believe it was the, you know, area where they, they first, first said it was public. But I've also heard, like, a lot of times, like, it's been around, like I said, 2019, like, 
they found evidence or like what whatever they call some way of statistically proving um, that it's been slowly circulating. Um, I said even like the local, you know, MDI laboratories said that they like had evidence of it like in New England before the Wuhan thing. So like I think it's been I think it's been chilling slow, you know. Maybe. Do you think MDI had not MDI, COVID-19? but I think like oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I don't think like in MDI. But. Okay. Maybe. I mean New England's always, you know, trying to be first to everything. Yeah, that. hence the new. Yeah, new. Although yeah. the problem is that name England kind of already taken. <laughs> they didn't. They were like, let's let's. I can't grab the name. Yeah. You want to name it? Um, and I think like. Well, there's a lot of like, you know, ocean beach. You know, I think staying in tune with the, um, aquatic theme. Aquatic theme, yeah. Right, but it. You know, if, once you get to kind of further down New England, like, is Pennsylvania in New England? I think that's the line. I think it's... That's where the... It, I think it cuts off. Is. I think Pennsylvania and down is um, not... Okay, so yeah. But you still got, you know, New York, which... Yeah. When I think of New York, obviously, you know, there's a lot of water, but it's also very urban. Yeah. Like, city. So, I think um, Atlantis is probably just the best name. Yeah, I mean... The problem is that name also already taken. How about New Atlantis? New Atlantis. Okay, New Atlantis. There we go. We like that. Mm-hmm. Where you can go to the New Kingdom and... <laughs> and meet New Poseidon. <laughs> I think yeah. I'm mixing up my uh, mythologies. What no, is... I mean... No, Poseidon I think... Atlantis? I think no, I think you got it right. Here's the thing. If Poseidon is real, then Atlantis is real. I'll take that, okay? Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, that seems fair. If one of those Greek gods is real, I presume all every, those myths are every real. Yeah, every single real. one. <laughs> yeah which which just pose a problem mm-hmm. because if the greek gods are real then the roman gods are real mm-hmm. which means we've got a problem because now we have a lot of gods kind of stepping on each other's toes mm-hmm. or whatever toes they have i don't mm-hmm. know if they have toes they probably have either zero or like a hundred toes yeah i bet they have some mean burks <laughs> i bet they've got some 24 karat gold burks mm-hmm. that they wear that form to their foot um but that's the problem. I think, you know, Poseidon... Oh, guess what? We also have Neptune. Mm. Well, what do they do? Like a timeshare? Like, uh, they invest okay, in you each get, other? You get like, the oceans <laughs> Monday through Thursday. I'll take, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, I'll get the prime time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, where the real busy traffic is. Yeah, and you, you, you grab the... next high tide? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See the moon? See that? See that right there? Yeah, half moon? I'll get it from now on. Don't yeah. worry about it. Mm-hmm. I think... You know, the Greek god and kind of just all of that, you know, as I, as I mentioned, like mythology type um, of just, I guess, storytelling. Mm-hmm. It's all so in-depth. Like, you know, I don't know if you've seen yeah. the, like, family trees, but the, it's like a, you know, huge list of just all these different, you know, interconnecting stories and, like... Um, What's the appropriate word? Like, uh, not anecdotes. Um, what well, the right word? It would be an. Is an anecdote? Yeah, kind of. But not just like the story, but also the story that means something, right? Kind of teaching a lesson. Oh, um, that isn't. That could be an allegory. Allegory, exactly. Yeah. So you have these different stories and allegories, and I mean they're just so, you know, crazy. But like they gotta come from somewhere. 
Right. So I'm trying to figure out who's the first person that told, not who's the first person, but like, where did that originate from? Well, I think it originates from, you know, hear me out. Some guys at the beach, put yourself, it's, I don't know, 10,000? No, 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 farther than that. Um, it's like, let's go 80,000 AD. I don't really know, like, when what happened. Was there even people at 80,000? It was before 2008. That's all. <laughs> it was pre-internet. So, yeah. 8,000 AD. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and some guy's like, you know, I wonder how the tides work. Um, and so he's kind of staring. He's kind of looking. Um, but he also sees this... You know, this man swimming in the water. And he's mm. doing, I bet there's a giant man swimming in the water. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, wait, that guy invented the yeah, ocean. Yeah, yeah of mm-hmm. course. You know, someone's got to build something. And like, who invented the sun? Well, you know, that was my boy. Um, I don't know, the, the Roman. Sunniest. Sunniest. That was my boy, Sunniest. Sunny D. <laughs> <laughs> and he drinks Sunny D <laughs> every day. Um, and... I think that's how it was. It's like, oh, nothing else is just, you know, created. It has to be invented. Mm-hmm. So there's like this this human element element to it. Mm. And also the fact that they literally didn't know what bacteria was. So I yeah. can't expect them to, to explain the formation of the tides. Yeah. I wonder if you had like a society or a, a group of people and they were separated from kind of the modern era if they would eventually come around to like re-believing and like recreating a, a mythology because i'm not sure what the like amazon people or well like the um i'm not sure if aboriginal is the correct word for ones in Depends australia where yes aborigines aborigines okay yeah. but yeah okay. so like i'm not sure what their mythology is but I wonder if like a regression would happen. Um, only one way to find out. What you should do: lock yourself in a cave, mm-hmm. gather a hundred other people, make them take a COVID test before, obviously, because we want to be safe about mm-hmm. this, um, and just shut them in and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And you know, and then record your, you know, record your statistics and say. You know what? Publish it to the CDC and say this probably <laughs> will happen. If you lock a hundred people <laughs> in a box, this might happen. <laughs> There's a very good chance that something like this could possibly occur. Just to be safe, don't lock a hundred people. <laughs> I don't know. I think that might get a little like claustrophobic. It could. I never said it was a small cave. Okay. But now we're just going to the, you know, throwback allegory of the cave. Oh, allegory of the cave. Shadows of the cave. I probably Play should have paid more attention when reading that. I actually do remember it. It's basically, guy gets trapped in cave with multiple people. Yeah, yeah. Humans. Chained to wall. They see a uh, shadow cast mm. of another, I think it's another human, um, but it's by fire, so it's distorted. Mm. And they get so scared they don't want to leave the cave. Eventually, they get free. And he's allowed to leave the cave, and he realizes, oh wait, they're just people. That's pretty. That's really. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's a clip. Was was the theme, or I don't know, theme like the one of the ideas in it that the one guy gets out, but he like can't explain to the other. That's exactly. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly yeah. what it is. So like, look, I've seen. There's all this other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
which, you know, tells a lot about, you know, MLM. You know what I mean? They've seen, how are you supposed to explain to me mm-hmm. without me partaking? Exactly. This dude's just like, you know, there's a whole world out there, but they're like, no, we're in this cave. Yeah. Like, do they even know they're in the cave? Yeah. Uh, no. No, they don't know in their cave. That's mm. the problem. They haven't experienced their 20% off discount on, you know, all for men shaving kits. <laughs> they have not experienced no. coming out of the cave. Um, and, you know, the additional loofah that they'll offer in for promo. But mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're stuck in a cave, no loofah, no shaving. Someone comes up to you and tells you life's better than that. That's a tough situation. <laughs> yeah. You're going to tell me I can't get rid of this? Yeah, hold on. Yeah, wait. What is a loofah? You're like breaking the news to this person who's been trapped in a cave all their life and you're like oh check it out it's like a sponge but it's like kind of better yeah yeah wait a minute take the best part about a sponge and then just take that away how about you make a scratchy sponge and 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 do that yeah well i've also seen pumice stones do you know what pumice stones are um i do it's like a porous i'm not sure if because like i've you know utilized the odd pumice stone mm-hmm. before i don't know if it's real pumice no it's definitely not real because it's like bright turquoise <laughs> <laughs> but i think um it's a walmart special pumice is a rock mm-hmm. it is a rock geological and i something yeah it's a rock fun fact it's a rock that comes out of volcanoes so it's actually mm-hmm. i think that's why it's not real pumice i think if you're gonna get real pumice it's pretty expensive mm-hmm. because i don't think that you can harvest it well, you can, but it, it has to be a, literally erupted out of a volcano. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's formed, or it must be formed by, like, gases and rock. Mm-hmm. And the gases get in the rock, so it creates bubbles, and yep. the bubbles disappear. So now you have a porous rock. Mm-hmm. Um, and the that sounds great and all. It sounds pretty cool. The problem is, when that's formed, it rains pumice. Ooh. So if you really want to get a spa, spa exfoliation... Go to Mount St. Helens, mm-hmm. throw some dynamite in there, wait for it to rain pumice on you. Yes. In order to get the authentic, you know, spa experience in, you know, a spa that's in an urban environment, mm-hmm. what you need to do beforehand is buy like, you know, 400 pumice blocks, right? And then ask the person at the front desk that while you're getting the massage, they dump <laughs> the pumice on you. And then someone's could be like, no, there's a volcano, and you know you got to get some like sound effects, maybe bring yeah. your own speaker. But I think once you get that, it's basically just like being in a volcano. Maybe yeah. ask them to turn up the heat a little bit as well. Yeah, a little bit. Get some nice steam. Get a toasty, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Someone standing there with like a heat gun. Mm-hmm. You know, like, right on. We've <laughs> <laughs> got like the hot rocks, and they're like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, quite precisely. But I mean, being in a volcano would be the the best experience of my life. Because it would also be the last. Mm. But it's also really cool because like yeah. volcanoes. I go out with a bang. What I want to know is that the first person to use pumice, right? Yeah. They see a volcano erupt, right? And then they see like these very... Oh no, my friend, you know, you know Alejandro. <laughs> Alejandro is dead. <laughs> Alejandro dead. He just got hit by this very porous rock that flew out of a volcano. Let me rub the bottom of my foot. <laughs> like... <laughs> You're like, yo, 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 Francisco, Francisco, check this out. <laughs> it's, my, it's so smooth. Fun fact about pumice, it's the only rock that floats. 
If you put pumice in yes. water, it mm-hmm. will float. Um, Interesting. Okay. Which makes me always want to try. Like, how well does it float? Can you make a Can you make a boat of pumice? Hmm. And would it also exfoliate your your feet both gently, and you know that medium exfoliation? Hmm. Yeah. Well, if you get a pumice uh, rock, you know, straight from the source. Yeah. You gotta let it cool off a little bit, cause then you're gonna get a little burnt action yeah you might but i think um yeah like an authentic pumice stone i'm sure that's a a business somewhere right just these people waiting for volcanoes to destroy their towns and then yeah i would i mean if pumice. storm chasing's a business mm. i guarantee people catching pumice stones pumice hunters yeah. yeah pumice hunters yeah i guarantee that'll be on the next netflix documentary they're really Netflix is just taking a downtrend for me. It used to be so hype. I would like mm-hmm. go on like that was that was it. That's all you did. Netflix because mm-hmm. yeah. it was the only real streaming service mm-hmm. that was legit. You know, besides like one, two, three movies where you like get a virus yeah, yeah. and like <laughs> every time <laughs> it's free. You can but get a new cost... computer every single time. <laughs> exactly. It costs you actually a thousand dollars because that's a new computer. <laughs> um, but you go on and there just seemed to be like endless things. I mean, maybe just me being a kid and just seeing. You know, and seeing that kind of thing, but mm-hmm. it used to be like I could literally explore the world from this laptop, and now it's like, oh my gosh, serial killer documentary. You've seen that before? Yeah. Oh, oh what is that? Yeah. Stand up? Oh, mm-hmm. what is that? Grey's Anatomy still on here? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Netflix is. I I don't know if they're still at the top of the the streaming food chain, but I think um. I think sadly they are. They're starting to wither away, in I, my opinion. I think they're they've lost the charm. Do they have that Netflix used to have? Yeah, they're kind of remind me of LeBron James. You know, mm. back in the two thousands, a King. spectacle. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, a literal living legend. Now, he's injured and he's sitting on the bench. I mean, the man is I think thirty six, and Netflix is not far behind him. That's all I'm saying. They're gonna be sitting on the bench soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Netflix has, I think they got a little um, complacent. They did. It, just like LeBron, I think, mm-hmm. you know, used to being number one, all of a sudden, what's this? Oh, what is that? John Morant, rookie of the year? Oh, no. Guess mm-hmm. what? I got dunked on. Mm-hmm. I saw that clip, so. Yeah, I think um, it doesn't matter if you're LeBron or if you're some random dude. Getting dunked on is a sign that you need to change something. Yeah, have you ever been dunked on? Have I ever been dunked on? Like um, a real hoop? Like not like little, but like real hoop? I, I'm going to say no, but the only reason I'm going to say no is because I don't think I know anyone who can actually dunk. Okay, so I have been dunked on. Mm. And it's a rattling experience. <laughs> <laughs> you describe you the format. You're running down, and the worst part about being dunked on, it's not like a goalie and getting hit in the face. Mm-hmm. Because that happens so fast, you're like, oh, you know, you can barely... Re-. You see it coming. Mm-hmm. And you know there's nothing you're going to do about it. And you have to it. live through it. Yeah. You have you to have experience to... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's like that one time I had to play like a saxophone solo in eighth grade. Mm. It was like that. You're like, here it goes. Curtains open. Boom. Jammed on my head. Yeah. The, as the rim rattled, it rattled me. Mm. My soul rattled. Mm-hmm. And I lost a part of myself that day. Yeah. I think when you get dunked on... It's kind of like a experience. Oh right? yeah, or not more than just an experience. It's like a, it's an epiphany, but a negative epiphany. Yeah, 
It's like if, a midlife crisis. Yes. But instead, it's like halfway through the second quarter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you're like, what am, I, what am I doing? Mm. You know, and you start to question your whole purpose. Why am I here? What am I doing? You know, didn't I want to be something better than this? Yeah. I should just do swimming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, getting dunked on is, I'm sure, you know, given your accounting of it and i'm sure other people can attest to that yeah you know it's a very possibly traumatic Mm -hmm. experience but not only is it tough to get dunked on when you say get dunked on it like it's not even just basketball right if you do anything to the extreme it's called getting dunked on yeah so imagine that you like go take your driver's test and you're like did i pass no get dunked dunked on on. yeah (laughs) yeah Quite literally, and then equate that to literally getting dunked on, it feels about the same. <laughs> it's not only what happens, but it's like the aftershock. Yeah, the aftershock. How you feel once it has happened. Yeah, much similar to an earthquake where there's the initial, mm-hmm. and then once it really sets in, there is the aftershock. Mm. And that aftershock, you know, usually comes from your teammates. You know, you re- everyone kind of realizes what happens, and uh, it's this look mm-hmm. that... Uh, Similar to a young, you know, a young LeBron James uh, dunking on an older guy. Just, you know, Mm -hmm. they look at that older guy and they're like. Mm -hmm. Well, just, you know, circling back. I think the issue is that nobody has really dunked on Netflix yet. I think it's coming. You think it's coming? I think it's coming. Well, I know that I believe this service is called Peacock Mm -hmm. and it's um some sort of bird yeah it's like a bird with feathers maybe uh can't confirm that though yeah probably this <laughs> this, this bird CDC might... says probably <laughs> <laughs> but um i don't want to mess up the channel name because i was never big on like cable and nbc nbc, NBC. okay thank yes. you um but they've got some like good shows in their in their belt Mm-hmm. right i know or i believe that both the office and parks and rec which are in my opinion two of the most kind of successful modern yeah uh comedy tv shows yeah sure like comedic mm-hmm. you know in that same uh genre if you will and they're both you know under the peacock umbrella yeah but i don't know if that's a big enough hit to netflix to like bring them down a notch well that is true i have been on peacock here's here's what they've got they've got some great shows but that's all they got you know i mean they're not wasting their time with Mm -hmm. you know little documentaries yeah about you know sea urchins sea Mm -hmm. urchins you know what i mean like they're going right to business i want Mm -hmm. the office i want parks and rec you know i want I'm Frasier. I want, you know, they're not Mm. messing around. They just like streamline everything. The only problem is if you're not feeling that, you're not going to go on there. And, you know, I think they just got to get exposure at at this point. Yeah. Well, Peacock has, um, at least when I was using it uh, a few months ago, it was free, but I believe it had ads, like maybe three ads. But also the only the first two seasons of Parks and Rec were free. And then you like had to pay for the so they like lead you in yeah and then they're ready to like you know strike yeah 
sell bait and switch. Mm-hmm. Here's a fish. Nope. Here's Parks and Rec. Psych. Go back to, I don't know, watching... Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Go back on there and watch the 12th season again. Mm-hmm. Kind yeah. of thing. The, the streaming... Um, environment? Maybe the, the streaming business, I should say. I'm pretty strong criticizer of it often because mm-hmm. you have hulu amazon prime netflix peacock i'm sure there are others as well yeah and various they, other animals mm-hmm. and they just all have a couple of really good things so you're like okay yeah i need to you know pay whatever eight dollars a month for this yep but you know that's like forty dollars a month now just for, because, you know, obviously you have to get each subscription service. Oh, yeah, HBO course. Now or whatever. I'm sure that, you know, different channels probably are going to start doing that as well. Yeah, that is that is a problem. Um, there's a lot of pluses. Disney Plus. Disney Plus, yep. Paramount Plus. We have both of those. I don't think Paramount Plus is going to last. We got it for March Madness. Turns out, you can just watch them for free. <laughs> <laughs> but no one tells you that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can, yeah. Um but Disney Plus, best purchase though. Yeah. I would actually, believe it or not, I would take Disney Plus over Netflix. Over like, Netflix. If someone okay. said take Disney Plus or Netflix, I'd take Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Hard yeah. I think in this current state, I'd, I'd agree with you. I've only been on other people's Disney Plus accounts. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, mooching off anyone, but, you know, I watched... Uh, been around the block. Yeah. You know, I've seen some stuff Playing on Disney Plus. Playing the cards. Exactly. You know, scouting out, you know, uh-huh. you know future prospects right in case you gotta you know give more money to disney for some reason that's right and yeah they've got so many good things just because disney owns so many exactly things and it's just like at that point i feel like it's less you know like other streaming services where it's kind of a gamble of what you're gonna get you Mm -hmm. kind of know exactly what you get with disney plus yeah that is the the reassurance Mm -hmm. of, of disney plus disney minus on the other hand Man, you never know what you're getting that. That, well, <laughs> I don't recommend Disney Minus. Disney Minus. Yeah, that would. Uh, well, what do you think Disney Minus would consist of? Disney Minus is just a URL to a video where the only video on the website is a live feed of your bank account, and it's sped up so every month when your subscription renews, it's just the little minus sign. Oh. Yeah, that's what Disney Minus. It's just like, I don't even know who the CEO of Disney is. It's just like a reincarnated Walt Disney laughing yeah. at you. Quite br- well, it's yeah, it's a deep fake of Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and he's just sorry. <laughs> he just like has these different like quips that he'll be like, yeah. he's like, "Oop, you're lost." <laughs> oh, not again. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um on every any like thing I watch since I've been, you know, trying to get into the Twitch game a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know, embed myself in that community, the more I, like, watch online content, the more I wish there was always a live feed. Oh, yeah. Because I was watching... Or I, I wasn't really watching it, but I stumbled across uh, just some high school basketball game from that one of the schools had broadcasted previously. Yeah. And I was watching it, and I was like please tell me there's a live chat on this. And sure <laughs> enough, Facebook pulled through. There was like a little live chat. <laughs> what? what did you put in the chat? 
That's I the real question. I I stayed away. I'm uh, not. I'm not trying to you know, take away from the, the actual. He wants to become the, the chat star. Yeah, I think everyone aspires to be the the chat star. Mm-hmm. Uh, my peak moment was there's this comedian preacher Lawson. Um, he was the runner up to America's Got Talent 2018 or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and so you know he's pretty funny because I yeah. think in order to make America's Got Talent like and get it far you have to be more than just usually a comedian more than just a singer you know they're looking for something like even more than a magician they're looking for like samurais you know mm-hmm. looking for something different you know can you hold a snake in your hand and sing a poem mm. i saw that one <laughs> that was pretty good <laughs> and so you know in order i so i figured you know hey he's pretty good and so he had a live stream and i put in the chat you know is that it was this how this is the time it was i went kanye for prez question mark question mark question mark i just wanted his opinion mm-hmm. and uh he responded mm-hmm. and he was he was like oh you know he saw my name he's like oh nathan did kanye for prez i don't know man <laughs> <laughs> and then that was all he had to tell it's uh, a good um response yeah. to that though yeah because you got to be careful you know yeah if, if he took the joke a little bit too far i think that might uh alienate some of his um well i think he had a idea of his audience that was the other questions were like what's up big slime so, well, so how's it going large flopper you know <laughs> like join my cod stream you know like i think he had yeah, an yeah. idea of like who yeah, was in so this chat so okay yeah. he knew like hey this guy this is a very very relaxed mm-hmm. group of people so um you know i'm gonna you know, take it as relaxed kind of comment. Mm-hmm. But have you ever had anyone respond to you? Have you ever put something in the chat and have the streamer respond? I have not. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm wary about my uh, presence uh, online. I feel like if I'm going to say something in a, in a chat, I want people to be able to see it and like, kind of have it resonate with them because mm-hmm. a lot of twitch chats it's like overwhelming it's just yeah. going so fast it's going so fast yeah but um i think you know other people are doing a really good job right because i've seen some some good twitch chats and like uh i think on youtube it's called a super chat where like you pay and then it like pops up that it's like a little message right yeah on twitch i guess you know if you like sub or whatever you can also send a little message so i think people who are you know prepared to make the financial um commitment to that you know they've got the comedic you know timing and questions so i'll let them stick to that what if i become a twitch chat like how about this right Mm -hmm. you always need some more money especially at this day and age start you know paying for stuff for real cars college how about instead of working i just go around talking to people and in order for them to respond, yes, it give you like five dollars. Yeah, it's give me like five dollars, <laughs> and then but in return, I'll just like stick what they say right on my chest, mm. whatever it is. You know, five bucks, I'll stick whatever you say on my chest. That's, and, a, that's a pretty good idea. Yeah, that's that's not bad. I think it makes mm-hmm. them, and then you live stream that. Mm, okay. Yeah, and all of a sudden you're making fifteen dollars an hour, talking to people. Mm. Yeah, that's a that's a good idea. I'm sure. Um, you'd have to, you know, maybe do a little bit of censorship though, unless you, yeah. you know, pay even more money, get a little bit more lax on the rules. Yeah. But 
what do you think the limit would be? Like if someone was going to write something, I'll just say colorful. Yeah. They use some colorful language. What would you, like, what would your donation or not donation, I guess, um, just payment increments be? Well, I would say, I know, I think I just have to draw a hard line, you know, because mm-hmm. it's me. I'm wearing it. It's not That's them. True. If yeah. they're wearing it, it'd be different. I'd say, you know, $5. And I'd say, if you say anything colorful, then I got to pay me 10 mm-hmm. But I, and I still don't stick it on my chest. So it's like, it's a punishment. <laughs> it's a <laughs> it's just someone swearing at you and then they give you $10. <laughs> it's yeah, not just quite. what a therapist is. <laughs> How does this make you feel? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, check me out on Twitter. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, all, right, all right. Yeah, hit up the stream. You know, that's not a bad idea. Stream, streaming therapists. Because I know therapy is a very public thing. You know, people talk about their life's problems. And it's good for the world to see that, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah. hey, I'm going through a very difficult divorce. Mm-hmm. Let me have everyone know about yeah, it. Yeah, let me have 100,000 yeah, people yeah. know at the exact same time mm-hmm. how I feel about that. Because um, that's what makes a supportive community. You know, they talk about the Twitch community. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, you know, it's um, hard times bring people together. That's right. Right, so a live stream of someone's therapy session obviously with the chat enabled mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it'll just be a disaster <laughs> and then they have to read the yeah, yeah. They have to read the chat so like they'll have to read the super chat yeah just the patient's just like yeah i think my manipulation um the, the issue comes from my childhood and then the doctor's like oh wait hold on you know oh we just got this follow from big floppa 281 um this guy's a little okay yeah we're just gonna skip that one <laughs> yeah yeah we oh we got some pogs in the chat. <laughs> yo, okay. dude just starts crying yo okay okay, okay pogs okay yeah i mean i think you should start live streaming everything mm-hmm. you know go in i'm in school teacher being a little bit boring i'm just like yeah 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 crack a joke pog pog this is kind of older news though but um since the removal of the pog emo because right they yeah got you know do the the controversial yeah controversial statements made by the pog champ himself himself, exactly they've replaced it and they like i think they just cycle through like different characters really it's not last time i was on twitch the pog emote was a lizard but making the you know face <laughs> it's like pac-man but tender had 45 degrees the other yeah way. Mm-hmm. it's like uh an expression of amusement but also you know a little bit of disbelief as well yeah <laughs> imagine it, it, the equivalent of that face that you would make if you're trying to picture this face imagine you saw a uh a car hit a pothole do a backflip and then land it Mm-hmm. that'd be your face yeah, it'd be then, like amazement but also no way that just yeah happened. you're like <laughs> you know and just a touch of fear yeah like you're not exactly sure yeah. the capabilities of this yeah. human you zoom in on the pixels on the poggy emote there's just like a little twinkle of oh god what's yeah. <laughs> yeah. you look deep into his eyes mm-hmm. and they tell you a story untold yeah poggy emote what a ro- roller coaster of a 
of a ride it had. Oh, yeah. Up, down, a little bit of sideways there. Mm -hmm. No. Speak of, speak of eyes, how's your optometrist? Is he good? My optometrist? Um, you see him? Last time I saw him, I could see him. So I guess he's doing his job. <laughs> uh, I haven't been to the optometrist in a minute, though. I think I went over the summer, and it was very difficult because... Um, well, have you been to an... I have, yeah. Okay, and you've gone, like... Have you gone, like, the goggles... Not goggles, but, like, the giant yep. lens... Um, it's kind of like a old-school projector, almost. The problem I have with that, I could see better when I started, but <laughs> by the time I'm done, yeah. something's wrong. Yeah, well, when I went in, you know, like, masks are required. Mm -hmm. So, like, when I put it on, or I put the mask on, it was fine, right? But then you put the, like, giant lens apparatus on your face, and, like, every time you breathe, you just fog it up so you can't <laughs> see it. Can you see this? No. I literally can't. <laughs> no. Um, my favorite part, actually, this is very, well, it's not very off topic, but it's kind of a little bit of scare, is that at the optometrist office I go to, their rooms are only like 12 feet long, but there's some standard that optometrists have of reading the screen to, mm -hmm. you know, spell out the, or say the letters. That's like, I'll just say it's maybe 24 feet, right? But it, exact measurements are unknown right now. So what they do is they put a mirror on the front wall, TV on the back, so it's twice the distance. And every time I get into the optometrist room, I'm so excited to see that TV. Because that's just, <laughs> in my opinion, that mirror TV, like doubling the length of what yeah. you're seeing, is... That's a pog. That, yeah, it's that, pog. It's, that, it's yeah, absolutely... Play of the game. Yeah, it's insane that... I bet, like the engineer or the like architect of that room was just yeah. like this is it yeah and probably your dad because <laughs> <laughs> the one I, the one i went to was in ellsworth oh yeah you go yeah to oh yeah <laughs> so it probably you know it probably was you know you gotta go home thank your dad you say dad pog mm -hmm. yeah i think um i'm not sure if that's like just something that a lot of optometrists office have but i I've really only been to one, and it's the one I've seen. So in my mind, that's like kind of the special thing about that office. But I'm sure it's widespread because it's just such a good idea. <laughs> Here's what I got. Get really close. Get like 10 mirrors. Mm. Bounce, 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 bounce. That's dope. Yeah, you could just be in like a jail cell. No, you don't, not even a jail cell. You just go into this room. It's like a closet. You open, yeah. <laughs> open up the door. There's like 30 mirrors on either side. <laughs> He's like, okay, A or B. Okay. <laughs> Can you see this? Is this blurry? <laughs> Which direction? Is this on your left eye or your right eye? <laughs> yeah, optometrist office is great. Because it's not like the dentist where people are... I don't know about you, but people are scared of the dentist. Yeah, it's the like, only problem I have with that is that my dad uses much bigger drills all the time. Hmm. And he's not qualified. And <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like a lot of people like really don't like the dentist. I actually kind of enjoy it. They're so clean. Yeah. And then, like, some people don't like the doctor's office, which I do understand that, because, like... Yeah, things can happen in doctor's office that, you know, have bad memories, but am I scared of the actual office at night? Maybe. During mm. the day? Empty office? No. Yeah. But the optometrist's office, it's like a little adventure, right? It's like a trip, and you're like, okay, yeah, pick out the frames at the end, see what's up. Yeah. How's the specs? Mm -hmm. You know, what does this look like? Square, circle, oval... You pick, mm -hmm. but that is our one hour mark. Mm -hmm. So 
We will catch you guys in the next one.